Hi, this is Sherry at the Intentional Home Podcast, where I share tips and resources to help you live with intention and purpose. This is episode number 20, and today we're going to be talking about some resources that you can use to help your kids keep learning this summer. Now, if you're like me, your homeschool years wound down probably already, or you've maybe just scaled back a little bit for the summer. But with the summer months comes lots of fun family times and outdoor activity. But one thing that we want to keep encouraging our kids to do is to continue learning. Now, this doesn't have to be structured learning, but I want to just share with you some resources today that you can use to just encourage your kids to continue to exercise those brain muscles and just to continue learning over the summertime. Now, the first resource I want to mention is just a chart that I created that you can use if you want to use it to maybe put some of these learning activities on the chart as one of the activities they can do. But I created the summertime fun charts. They're editable charts, meaning that you can type into the boxes the different activities and things that they can do. And it's just kind of a a chart where you can put in, like maybe it's a read for 30 minutes or write a letter to grandma or go to the park. And it can be a combination of lots of different things. I know I've mentioned this chart before, but keep that resource in mind as we go through the rest of these things, because maybe you want to use that chart as a way to kind of document the things that your kids have learned and maybe encourage them to get a variety of learning activities going during the summer. So let's get into some of these resources that you can use. The first one is consider doing some kind of a summer reading program. Now, it used to be that uh, Pizza Hut, I think their Book It program used to be during the summer, but I, it looks like now that they are actually doing it during the school year, and it runs from October to March. And if, even if you're a homeschooler, you can go on their website, and they have a specific sign-up place for homeschoolers. And you can sign your children up if they're in K through sixth grade. And it looks like you set some reading goals for them each month during the school year. It looks like they will send you certificates that you can give your kids when they attain their goal. So if you have non-readers, you can, you know, put down how many numbers of pages that you want uh, to read to them during that month. For readers, you can set like book goals, number of books you want them to read, or number of pages, or number of minutes that you want them to read. You figure out what the goals are that you want to set for your kids. And then when they reach that goal, you give them this pre-printed certificate thing from the Book It program. And it will give them a free single topping, uh, uh, what do they call it, a single serve pan pizza um, at Pizza Hut. They can go take that certificate and redeem it for a a mini pizza. So that's something kind of fun that you could do during the school year. Now, there are different places that have summer reading programs. Many local libraries have a program that you can do over the summertime. There's even uh, like Barnes and Noble has a summer reading program. And I'm going to include links to all of these things that I'm going to mention. They're going to be in the show notes so that you have all of that available and 
you can just click on the links and go check those things out. So those are some different options. Pick a summer reading program, just encouraging your kids to continue to read or reading to them during the summer. The next one is I have a post on my site that has a huge list of free time activities. So if your kids need some ideas of things that they can do, you can check out this list. And I would suggest printing it out, maybe sticking it on the fridge, and letting your kids go through that list and maybe highlighting some of the things that they want to do over the summer and encouraging them to do some of those things. So that is a resource that you can use if you are having a hard time coming up with ideas of things the kids can do, kind of creative, uh, just creative things that they can do and when they get bored. So take a look at that resource. That's a great list to get your ideas going. The next idea is to brush up on math facts. Now, a lot of times we know over the summertime, sometimes those math facts can kind of be forgotten. And when we start school back up in the fall, sometimes we spend a lot of time reviewing. So um, maybe during the summer months, you want to encourage your kids to review some of those math facts. One resource that you can use online that's totally free, it's called Extra Math. You create an account for your kids, and they, it's kind of like an online flashcards kind of thing. But it helps them to review those math facts, and you can determine which facts, you know, addition, subtraction, multiplication, division. You can decide which ones you want them to work on. But it's a fun way for them to review those facts. We have another resource that we bought many years ago, I think when we were doing Sunlight one year. Um, but it's a little, it's called Flashmaster, and it's a little electronic battery-operated um, tool. And it's basically flashcards, but it puts the, the problem up on the screen. You can um, determine which, which uh, facts that you want to drill, whether it's addition or subtraction or multiplication or division. You can set the number of problems. You can set, like, you can do time tests. You can set like specific fact families that you want them to work on. Like if you want them to work on the, the seven multiplication facts, you can select just the seven facts for them to work on. So anyway, it's a really neat tool. It's, it's kind of expensive to purchase, but if you think about it, that you're going to use it with all of your kids. That might be another fun tool that you could pick up and have the kids spend, you know, even 10, 15 minutes every day just working on some math facts. Another resource is doing some creative writing. This is, um, I found a tool that would be fun for adults too, actually, but your kids might enjoy this. But it's called One Word, and I'll put the link again in the show notes. But if you go to the site, it will, once you click go, it will pop up one word on the top of the screen, and then there's a box underneath that you can type in. And you have 60 seconds to just type whatever you want to type that has to do with that word. You know, just kind of free writing. So that might be something kind of fun your kids would enjoy if you want to do that. Um, I'm also going to include some links to some free writing prompts that your kids can use. You can print them out and um, cut them apart maybe in slips of paper or however you want to do it. Put them in a jar and then when they want to do a creative writing project or something, they can just pull a slip out. 
but there's uh, going to be some links on uh, in the show notes of some different writing prompt sites. There's also going to be a link to some online writing games, um, just some fun different twists on doing some creative writing. So those might be some kind of fun, especially if you have kids that love to write. Another resource is, um, is one called On This Day in Church History. And this one is kind of fun because it has, for each day of the year, they have some neat, important people and events and things that happened on that day in church history that you can read about and learn about. So that might be something kind of fun that you'd want to add in. Another one is a daily, a daily spelling bee. Um, I'm going to include a link to a website where you can get on there and it has some fun spelling games and different things that your kids can do to brush up on their spelling. Another great resource is called the Daily Audio Bible. And this is one you may want to even consider using all year, but during the summer it might be kind of fun to do something different. But this one, it has a short audio Bible recording for each day of the year. And you can have it on and, and listen to it while you're eating breakfast or while the kids are playing or whatever. It might be a fun thing to have playing in the background just for, um, just for something different. Another resource is called Time for Kids. And I, I think this is actually a magazine as well. But if you go to the website I link, they have a, a really um, cool, lots of cool news articles and current event type things for kids that they can read. So that's kind of a neat website just to find out kind of what's going on in the world around us right now, but it's geared towards kids. The next resource is Nature Study. I'm going to put a link to the Handbook of Nature Study, which is it's a free download. It's an ebook. It's a huge ebook, but it's a wonderful resource for nature study that you can read through and explore with your kids. And I'm also going to link to some uh, a website that has some really neat resources that go along with that book, just some different nature study assignments and activities that you can do. I'm also have more nature study ideas. Um, there's a free book in the public domain that's called Our Wonderful World, and I'm going to link to that. And there's some uh, really neat nature study lessons that someone has done to go along with that book. So you can find those links. If you want to do some nature study with your kids, that would be a fun resource to use. And it's totally free. Another thing is there are also some online field guides that you can use. The one site that we used to use is, it looks like it's no longer online, which makes me really sad because it had a whole bunch of different, you know, sometimes it's easy to find bird field guides online, but to find a lot of the other ones, and this website had all different with plants and different animals. And anyway, but I did find one um, called allaboutbirds.org. And it's an online bird field guide. So that might be kind of fun. If you want to check that out, you can explore and identify birds that live in your area. The next thing you can do is to have a read aloud time. I know I've talked a lot about this on my website and in my podcast, but read aloud time is just a fun time that you can continue that learning during the summer, whether you pick, you know, a history type book or a science book or 
even just any kind of a good literature that you can read together, um, you're going to be learning. You're going to be learning vocabulary and exploring uh, countries and experiences that you have never experienced before. So there's lots of great learning time that you can do over the summer. Another thing is um, there are some great books that you can use um, that have book lists. One of those is Sarah Clarkson's Read for the Heart, but there are uh, several other great, uh, great, great uh, books that you can use that have book lists and uh, things that you can find great books. And I'm going to link also to my blog post. I have a like a read aloud guide that has a whole bunch of resources online with book lists. So if you're struggling with knowing if books are okay to read or not, because there's, unfortunately, there's a lot of books out there that we really don't want to expose our kids to. So it's great to have a reliable resource that you can use um, as a list. So I will link to that blog post as well. Um, there's also some uh, great science living books online that are in the public domain. They're old books, but they're really, really good. Um, there's a few of them that I found. One of them was Nature Study Made Easy. Another one was called Bird World, and another one is First Book of Birds. And I'm going to link to those. Those are all free that you can just print them out or read them on your computer or tablet. Just read them out loud to the kids, just, just having fun exploring different, different types of nature studies. Another resource that you can consider, too, is I created a Kindle series of books called the Read Aloud Treasury series. and there's a series on classic, uh, on the classics. There's one on science. There's one on character building. I think there's a couple different ones on, on science, or maybe a couple on the classics. I can't remember which one. But anyway, I I took a bunch of these great books and compiled them into a Kindle book, and so you can grab these on Amazon. But each of these Kindle books is has like a series of books. There's like maybe 10 or 12 books that's on this one Kindle book. So if you're looking for some different stories to read to your kids, that might be, a, a you know, and if you have a Kindle or if you've got a tablet that has, or even the phones have the Kindle app, that you can um, can grab that. I think they're $2.99, if I remember right. Um, not very expensive, but you can grab those and have a whole bunch of great books that you can read right at your fingertips. And one more, I guess two more things. I have a, a craft recipes download that you can download. It has all kinds of fun recipes from homemade Play-Doh and clay to bubbles and um, homemade paints and homemade sidewalk chalk and all kinds of different things that you can create and make together just for fun. So that download is there uh, too, the link to that, if you want to download and check that out and see if there's some ideas there that you might want to do with your kids. And the last resource I want to mention is actually one I, not too long ago, I put together and I'm, it's a work in progress, but it's my digital learning time treasury. And this is actually in my store, but it's a free product. And when you sign up for it, you can explore educational videos on a variety of topics. And I've just begun building it and I'll be continuing to add to it over time. But I've got these videos 
they're all videos that can be found on YouTube, but I've just compiled them kind of by topic in one area for you so that you can, you know, I've got some on history and some on science and uh, some on, you know, lots of different kind of animals. And I've got some on, on drawing, how to draw and how to paint. I think there's maybe one on playing guitar, maybe. Um, I don't even remember all the ones I have on there, but I will be adding more of these as the as the days go by. But that is a resource that you can take a look at and see if there's something there that you may want to, uh, that may spark an interest in your child. And they may want to watch the videos on that and uh, learn something different, maybe that they haven't learned before. So I've mentioned a lot of different things here. And again, I will have links to everything that I've mentioned here in the show notes so that you can easily click on them and check these different things out. But I hope that has given you some ideas of how you can help to fill your child's summer with more learning time. And just don't feel like, you know, every minute of the day does not have to be, you know, pushing them to learn, 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 because they're going to learn in their free time as well. And that is even maybe even more important. But if your kids are struggling with being bored and don't know what to do, use this list as an idea to encourage them to find something new, something to learn if, they're, if they really just don't know what to do. But, uh, you know, kids, a lot of times, if you will just leave them alone, a lot of times they will find things to do and creative things to do. Um, I'll just share real quick before I close one project that my younger three have been working on. In our basement, my husband had built a couple of big tables that they were going to use for a train set. And we have trains on one of the tables and they decided on the other table that they wanted to convert it into a NASCAR track. Our family likes watching NASCAR races and and they thought it would be fun to make a track. And so um, they've painted the table to make a track. They've built the, the, the barrier wall around the outside. They've painted pit row to look like pit row. They've, they've been very creative in how they've you know, it looks very realistic. I may have to take a picture of it and include that in the show notes. But, and then what their plan is, is they have those little miniature Hot Wheel NASCAR cars. And what they're going to do is they want to do like a stop motion race. They want to line up the cars and and how you do it is you take a picture and then you move the cars a little bit, take another picture move the cars a little bit, take another picture, and you just continue to do that through the whole, however long you want this race to be. And then you put all of those pictures together. You run them all together and make like a video out of it. So, you know, they're being creative during the free time that they have, and they're having fun making this racetrack and getting it ready to do this stop motion thing. And so you know, don't feel like you have to pull your kids away from what they're already doing. If they're finding something fun and creative, just let them play. But if they're bored, they don't know what to do. You can encourage some of these things um, that I've suggested today and just uh, help them to enjoy the learning process. And maybe they don't even realize they're learning. 
And that's one thing I need to remind my kids of often too. A lot of times when they say, oh, I don't like school, it's so boring. Sometimes I have to remind them that school is basically just learning time. And learning time is more than just the time that we sit at the table during the school year. Learning time are all of those other times that they are creating things and building things and watching videos to learn a foreign language. And, you know, all of those things, they're fun to them, but they are learning. And I have to remind them that that is just as much school as the time that we're sitting at the table. And so I just want to remind you of that this summer. Don't feel like you have to fill your days with all kinds of school type work. Make it fun. And if your kids are bored, point them in a direction of finding something creative and, uh, and fun as well. But make it a good time. Learning should be fun. It should be exciting. And I know that you can encourage your kids along the way of learning this summer. I hope each of you have a wonderful summer this summer with your kids and filled with lots of learning opportunities. I want to thank you again for joining me here at the Intentional Home Podcast. I would love it if you are not currently subscribed to my podcast. You can do so in iTunes or in many of the other uh, podcast players and apps. You can find me just by searching Intentional Home Podcast. And if you would like more information about my podcast and to see show notes with links to all the resources that I mentioned, uh, you can go to my podcast page at sherrygram.com forward slash podcast. Thanks and have a wonderful day.